0: Welcome to today's Just Chops in a Podcast. (laughs) And today, with David and myself, we have Melissa Whitehouse. And that's Melissa with an A. Um, Are you any relation to Paul Whitehouse?
1: Oh, I wish I was. Can I say he's my uncle? Yeah, why
0: not? (laughs) You can say whatever you want, I don't care.
1: Oh, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, let's just say that Paul's my uncle. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle 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 Paul.
0: Uncle Paul, how's he doing? How's How's uh, Harry?
1: Yeah, all good, all good. are <laughs> <laughs> you, guys. Are you well? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah thank good. you. Yeah, we're good.
1: Thank you. Good. Thank you Man. for having
0: me on. That's okay. Well, we're, we're here to celebrate your new single release.
1: I love that. Have you got party poppers?
0: Um, no, but I can edit into the video later. (laughs)
1: Fireworks night and New Year's and everything going off. That's great.
0: (laughs) And your singing is called Simple. It is. Oh, wow. I got that right. The way you looked at me then, I thought I got it wrong.
1: Your homework, see? And he
0: said,
1: there you go. Yeah. I was
0: thinking, oh, no. (laughs) Am I right?
2: (laughs) Am I wrong? So you've done the you did the, um, the the songwriting for that as well, yeah, as long as well as uh, sang it.
1: Yeah, so basically, I work with a team, um, and uh, Kevin Hughes is the main writer who actually worked on that track. So I actually did the vocals and obviously worked with the production team and uh, went in just before. Just trying to think, just before Nashville, headed to Nashville in October. So we had a few other songs to record, and that was just one that jumped out. With everything happening um, in the states, it was just kind of more of a driven track compared to the other two that I'd released. So, yeah, and Simple was born. That was the start. So it's going well. I'm very happy. Yeah,
0: good. We're,
1: good. I think now, 10 days in since release, and it's it's flying along really nice.
0: Yeah, I see That's it's good. doing well on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's got loads of hits. It's got yeah, like 35,000 yeah. views, isn't it, when I looked?
1: Yeah, the um, I think it's hit about 36,000 today. Um, we had this with Wine and Roses, too. I've had a few people say on air you need a cold shower afterwards. So I don't know if that was the promo or or whatever's done it. There's been lots of people re-watching, uh, looking at the IP address going around. <laughs> so <laughs> how many times did you watch the video? Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's done well. And I had a really good kind of following before, like I said, on Wine and Rose. I think we hit just over 140,000 last time. And that was in quite a short space of time. Um, but I've had the chance of doing lots of the BBC's a more kind of high profile kind of like promo on it as well um it went out to 40,000 stations on when was that on friday for the pr side of it so i have got some help with the plug in side i just couldn't do it all myself mm-hmm. and uh and, and obviously just looking at that and how many people connect and, and through the stations especially in the states because it's so vast they only have to click on that a couple of times and it's kind of flying up so that's brilliant so yeah it's good very happy
0: yes. yeah i bet yeah
1: yeah, it's good.
0: Is, is that you in the video then?
1: Is that me in the video?
3: Yeah.
1: What a silly question. Come on. I wouldn't, no, number one, I don't do contemporary dance. I don't, I'm not a ballerina. The beginning bit is not me. Horse, horse, that's me. But obviously, I don't know if you know that I fell off a horse. Did you do your work, David? Did you know about that?
2: No, I didn't know you fell broke, off a horse.
1: Two, two years ago, um, I was horse riding and broke my back. Oh, um Did you? It was, the whole, yeah, that was the whole turning point for this whole music project. So um, I was writing for other people from X Factor and The Voice and kind of working with my publisher. And then um, I'd been writing for six months. I used to write as a kid and uh, just a freak accident. And uh, I, I got kind of uh, thrown off and, uh, yeah, I broke my back in three places, shoulder and my arm. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, uh, yeah, in bed for six months. That was the time of, yeah, my eureka moment of, I need to get back to doing what I want to be doing and, and kind of getting the single out and everything. Because I just thought, God, if I did die, which they said I was very close, if I'd hit my head, then it would have yeah. been...
3: Like...
1: Um, it was just one of those moments where I thought, do you know what? If if, if I got taken off the uh, universe, I would have been pretty hacked off because I really wanted to release some songs. So I thought I'd better hurry up in case I got any more horses. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't want to break your head in three places, that's for sure. No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if I fell on my head, it might have knocked a bit of a sense in, but um, yeah, but in all honesty, I just thought, right, that, that was it, and and I literally could not do anything, I couldn't kind of like feed myself, dress myself, anything, and I'm the worst person, I'm a complete control freak, so to be in that situation for that amount of time, it was a real big wake-up call yeah. um, for me, and a time to reflect on my work, my writing, everything. And I thought, I just want to really turn a corner uh, with where I'm going with uh, my works and do something for me. Mm. Uh, and then everything started to blossom. I found um, a, a demo idea that I'd done a while back with um, a, a good did, like, good friend who's an artist. Um, we done a Millie Whippleton, Loving You cover version, which charted in Mike Reed's heritage chart at Christmas. We hit number six in the top 10. Um, and from that point, everyone was like, "We'd like to play your music. We'd like to support this. You know, can you do this? Can you do that?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, fine." And it just grew and grew and grew. So this has happened really quickly. It's been, i was trying to think now, just over 14 months, 15 months, and and three singles. So it's been well, four singles, including the the heritage chart yeah. one, obviously three yeah. solos. Yeah. Oh okay. good. Yeah.
0: How long were you out of action for then?
1: Six months. Yeah.
0: Were you, like, totally laid up?
1: Yeah, I was. As my as my husband said, my, my mouth still worked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just as well, otherwise you couldn't sing any songs.
1: <laughs> a little bell. Get this, get that. Um, yeah, but, oh, God, it was just horrific. It was just, like, every morning opening my eyes and just thinking, oh, God, I can't move. So, yeah, it was it was a really, really rough time. We so,
3: were uh, you in, a,
0: in a body cast store.
1: No, it was um, transverse breaks. So they they literally can't do anything for them, but you just have to heal. But I was black, green, blue, orange, purple, every color of the rainbow. Um, and the worst thing was um, I had this humorous break, which obviously everybody gets kind of breaks in their arms, but they sent me home from the hospital and didn't realize my shoulder was actually broken. I mean, it literally was ripped in half. Um, and I went for nearly 20 odd physios and was kind of going screaming. And they were like, why are you screaming? You know, you're a bad patient. I'm like, this is painful. Uh, And then I got re-scanned again. And then they were like, oh, we've got a bit of a problem. You need emergency surgery. It's in two pieces. So this part of my shoulder here was at the back. (laughs) So, yeah, it was a yeah, it it was a tough time. So, Yeah. uh, yeah. And you've got back on a horse since. No, no. I went to see Ted recently who came yeah. across the field. Yeah, he knows it's me, little so-and-so. Um, but yeah, just a few carrots and that's it at the moment. Yeah. But uh, I would love to go back. But I was, yeah, it, it well, the worst thing was was when I actually fell, the other horses that were kind of with me actually charged as well because they all follow so I was really lucky that I didn't get trampled at the same time. It just was all in slow motion. It all happened so, so quickly. Um, but it, it was like it was in slow motion. So uh, the gas and air was good, though. That was the only fun part. Yeah. <laughs> well, no,
0: a horse won't intentionally trample on you, will it?
1: Well, no. But I think the problem was because the other one was spooked. They were kind of going.
0: Yeah, if they're running, yeah, if they don't see you, maybe.
1: And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, just... Just don't fall off a wild animal. That's all I can uh, advise anyone uh, tuned into the show. It's and not Don't an break animal.
0: your humorous because it's not funny. No.
1: It's not, well, I didn't find it very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I swore a lot. I swore at everybody. Yeah. No, but, Mike. Uh, yeah it surprised Yeah. Especially if
2: you go, because my, my father broke his. Um... The shoulder as well and he, I know that was really really painful oh. and the physio's taken a long long time and the recovery's taken a long time as well in like. um,
1: and I couldn't do y, YMCA dancing or anything and it's <laughs> funny because they said to me I'd only get 70% use back in my arm mm-hmm. um I started to go to a personal trainer um who's kind of given it and I've got 100% more or less back into it now so I'm <laughs> back on the dance floor yeah I couldn't believe that it's just silly things that you just don't realise that you need of course you need your arm or something like to, to to eat and do just the basics of things or write something or or, or point and say get me that yeah <laughs> me that. yeah it was it was tough going so okay. I, I i just yeah I, I would not want to be in that situation again
0: yeah. well you're lucky you recovered otherwise you would end up like my mate and become a disabled golfer
1: oh my gosh that's you
0: I could have put you in touch with him.
3: You're <laughs> oh. We're A bad so man. <laughs> We're not going through
1: him just saying that.
3: <laughs> He's
0: really good, actually. Is he? I think he plays better now than he did before he had his act because he fell oh, off. I his thought, lap. That's the worst, isn't he fell it? off. He had a yeah, he's, he's, accident.
2: He's right up there in the world rankings now as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, right. he's, he's doing, doing really well. Yeah. in the, world. He's, yeah, he's the worst
1: thing. You know, uh, my, my dancing wasn't great in the first place, but since I broke my back, everyone's like, you're a really good dancer. I'm like, are you funny? <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's
0: back. like, the wheelchair's outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Nightmare. <laughs>
1: so don't, don't be getting on any horses, boys. Stay, stay away from no, them.
0: horses don't like me anyway. They always bite
2: me.
1: Okay, fine. I
2: don't trust them. They're, they're too big for me. Like I'm scared of them. I gotta be honest. I like, have yeah. always exactly? have been because oh, they always they always look at you no. like shifty as well, and you just
0: I never know what they're thinking.
3: <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Well, my daughter started having horse riding lessons, and then um, we were there one day, and it I think it stood on her foot.
1: Oh God! I was like,
0: so I was like, oh come on, and then she got yeah. on the horse, and then it tried to bite her when she was on the horse. So of oh, course, me God. being protective.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: give the horse a bit of a nudge.
1: Oh no! And
0: then like, the horse tries to bite me as well. <laughs> like, right off, <laughs> not doing this go. anymore. <laughs>
3: I don't like you. <laughs>
2: no, just get her on a push bike. They don't bite you.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, don't get me on push bikes. I Remember when we done the other video and kind of the motorbike scenes and different things? It's like you know, I've never been on a bike in my life. You know, I need I need insurance. So yeah, I'm a bit accident prone with things like that. So
3: yeah. No,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: never get insurance
1: with videos and stuff. They will stand me next to the horse. They get me to do a little wiggle or whatever. But they're like anything else, don't get Mel to do it. It's not a good idea. So,
2: yeah. One <laughs> well, Dave. I was yeah I was well I've I've read up a little bit on the bio and um, I've seen that you started in the with your career at sixteen years of age. We yeah. want um, you won a a Songwriter of the Year competition, which is awesome. And then you started in the, you went on to The Word?
1: Yeah, that was me having a mad moment. Um, when you used to have to use a carrier pigeon or kind of get a postman to deliver a letter, I actually sent a demo tape, obviously, the old set to um, the director of The Word. So I'd got the break on Capital Radio in London. They were, That was with The Evening Standard and Coca-Cola. So it was quite a big event at the time set the demo tape off, and literally a few weeks later, they're like, can you come to the Eastern Tower at at in London? It was kind of Chris Tarrant, Neil Fox, the, the kind of normal regular DJs up there, Pat and Mick, I think at the time, Pat Sharp. And it was a bit like the X Factor process, conveyor belt of people going in and, and kind of sing on that kind of like a square spot thing there. And, and you know, it's like, okay, fine. Didn't think really much of it. And then I got a call back about a week later and then they said, oh, we're doing this big show at the Piazza in Covent Garden. It's going to be televised on ITV. And uh, my mum was like, well, you were you at school that day? And I'm like, I'm going, you know? So it's like, <laughs> green spots, called, called in school off. And uh, the next thing obviously made it onto the television. Um, and didn't really look back really from there I got my management deal and it it kind of went forward from there so I sent the demo tape to the director of the word didn't think much of that and then got a call back about four I think it was about four weeks later and he said we've had um, LL Cool J has basically pulled out of the show and I'm like well, why are you telling me that? And he said, we've got a music slot, but we're going to dedicate it to new up-and-coming artists. Mm. Do you want to come in? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But what I didn't realise, what they hadn't told me, was they wanted some of the band to play live. Now, this is me and a few of my friends in someone's bedroom studio, Mm-hmm. And we've got away with murder on the demo, so we've got there. They're treating us like little celebrities, and we're clueless to what's going on. Even gave us the green room and access to kind of the bar area, unlimited drinks, which was dangerous. <laughs> and um, we went into the main live area at Wembley, and um they were like, you're going to be live in half an hour." And there's an audience strong of around three hundred people. I don't know if you remember the word on a on a Friday yeah. night. yeah, um yeah, and it was like- all old, you know. <laughs> no, I didn't know if you hadn't been born. That's why I meant.
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so they gave me the mic thing and went through, and uh, they were like, Who, "Who's playing live?" And I'm like, "Mark's got a saxophone in the car because he used to do saxophone lessons." It was like, "Well, someone needs to play live." We got it off a DAT tape, and we got away with murder. But the whole, the whole audience were dancing. I thought, "I'm enjoying this," and I got my management deal from that. So, um, and I ended up in the girl group. So. Yeah. My parents were just, I even got paid for that. They paid me good money for doing that. Yeah. came up to me after with their little headset on and they were like, what's your name? Are you equity? This, that, and whatever. And then kind of gave me a check and like, happy days. They were the good old days. Brilliant. So, um, yeah. I had the limo home. Woke my parents up at two in the morning, standing like a weirdo at the end of their bed, going, I've just been paid a few thousand pounds for singing
0: <laughs> on the telly. And they bought my yeah. the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was funny. Oh, yeah. That's amazing um, yeah. what you can fall into, really, isn't it, I suppose?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I had my exams at school on the Monday, and everyone's was like, well, what did you do at the weekend? I was like, I did the word on Fridays. I'm a rock star now. <laughs> <Brilliant>, <laughs> Once I got the taste for that, I was like, oh, I just want to do this all the time. It was uh, addictive, definitely addictive. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. That was
2: good. So yeah. how did you get into radio presenting as well, then? How did you fall into that?
1: That was an accident. Um, so I had an interview on an American station uh, for when I was doing uh, "Loving You" and got introduced to one of the um, on-air celebrities out there um, called Steve Benz, and he's he's done loads of shows um, over many years and, and and interviewed all of the big artists. And uh, he said to me, I really want to kind of do something more on the UK side with the UK market. And I was like, okay. And he said, well, what about if you do a UK chart, I do an American chart and we meet in the middle and do something across the pond. And I was like, that's quite a good idea, but it's a bit boring. It's been done a few times. And we spoke loads of times on the, on the phone about ideas, but we always argued, which was hilarious. Cause I didn't know him that well. And he'd say certain things. And I say, that's, that's wrong. And he'd say, You're really feisty, you're opinionating. I said, Well, you're an ego, you know, maniac, you're you're an American, you know, you're rude too. So we had a lot of banter going on. And we started talking about different ideas of things that would be good to talk about on air. And we said, What about relationships? The car crash of relationships. Well, it's like in America going to prom, well, it's like in the UK, first dates and whatever. And he called me and he said, i thought about it and I've got a really good idea on the 4th of July. Um, we've got an opportunity to basically do a show on Independence Day, prime time. Are you happy to come on air? And I'm like, great, I'll do that. What's the production meeting plan? Oh no, there's no plan. We're gonna free fall. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean we're gonna free fall? I thought we would jump out of a plane or something. Like literally it was, he just said, you need to dial in on Zoom at this time and you're gonna be live to to the whole of America um, for the next two hours and we will test the water. I literally i jumped and uh haven't looked back it just literally we i think we're at episode 31 or 32 now and uh, okay. the listeners yeah. have gone up and um we've just syndicated just over 40 stations around the world which is brilliant and it's building yeah. so um I wasn't expecting that. But we argue like cat and dog, <laughs> abusive to each other. He's like the brother you want to whack with a frying pan. <laughs> we have to bleep out some oblatives sometimes. And some people say, Did you just say that out loud? And that's the name of the show. It's called Out Loud. Yeah. So, yeah. We say what we feel. Um, but I have to rein it back a little bit because we don't want the radio authorities to turn us off the air completely but it's yeah. been so much fun um, people were a little bit slow at first because I think the shock factor was there of oh my god did they just say that mm-hmm. now we've got like a little we call, them the, we call it the naughty train all these other little followers now through Twitter and obviously through email and obviously the site building up It's it started to kind of come along nicely So um, even down to ideas for merchandise lines and all all the bad things we've said on the show, we're like, actually, that would be really good. You could sell that on Amazon. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) T-shirts, spanking spatulas, this, that, everything. It's, yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Really good fun. So, yeah.
0: Go back a little bit because I heard you mentioned you were in a girl group.
1: I was, yeah, I was in a girl group called The Morgans, so they, um, we had a lot of success on the tours, we didn't actually get many releases out, we had a few independent releases, um, and it was at a time when d things can only get better and take that only takes a minute to just come out. So they were doing the tours. So I got an opportunity to kind of do a UK tour. And we played the um, Subterranean in London. Uh, we done the Cavern Club in Liverpool, which was just awesome. That was just such a cool night. Um, and things really, really went well. We we had a good live band and we toured and uh, supported another band called Slam, uh, who were signed to PWL. So we kind of got into the PWL camp with things. Didn't actually sign officially with PWL. It's just the management were involved mm. with them. And then uh, it got to a point I met um, Tony Matthew from Soul to Soul. And uh, he became become a really good friend. And he said, I love all your songs and ideas. He said, but I just don't think you fit in the band of where the band's going. It was very grunge, very indie, uh, wearing DMs, bright red hair down to my bottom and uh, kind of scaring my mum wearing my nightdress walking along the high street. She was just like, what are you doing? I think it was that kind of trying to be cool. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the studios in, at soul to soul in London and worked with Tony. We got some really good demos. And then um, I managed to get my first publishing deal
3: Okay. With-
1: uh, and and that was just amazing. That was just so so good. And uh, that that's really how the journey started with writing with different people and different groups, TV, etc. Um, etc. Et so it just blossomed from there.
0: Um, Is that how you like fall into writing for other artists? Like you said, you write for artists on the Voice and stuff. Is that yeah, all through the publishing company or?
1: Yeah, well, that was, um, yeah, through management and um, that approached the um, the the publishing company. And then obviously I had songs in my catalogue. So I've got a big catalogue of songs. So they made turn around and say, um, my first um, opportunity was with working title for Bridget Jones. So I'm only kind of 21 at the time, I think, when the, when they all kind of came out. Um, and they were just kind of, we're, we're looking for a new artist to feature on the film, etc. cetera. It didn't actually work out that way because I ended up going with Gabrielle <clears throat> I think it was Robbie Williams and somebody else. They ended up kind of keeping it safe for the, the the collaboration CD that they actually done for that. Um, so it didn't end up happening. But um, yeah, had some great opportunities. The funniest thing, <clears throat> excuse me, was. Um, I got approached by an American manager when I first um, signed Pierre. They said, we've got someone called Marshall who's basically just kind of launched in the States and we need like um, a female English vocalist to kind of do some, uh, like a top line to ad lib around this track, which I was like, yeah, I, I can do that. I went in just for about two or three hours, listened to the track and thought this guy, this rapper is so, so cool. He's amazing, really, really good. And then they sent the demo off and then came back to me and they said, you haven't got it this time because they've gone with an artist that's got more or less an album ready to go. So I was like, oh, okay, fine, blah, blah. Didn't think anything of it. And then lo and behold, the track came out, which wasn't the track I featured on, but was one of the demos. And it was Stan and it was Eminem. All right. And um, yeah, and and it was Dido that got yeah. the gig with it. I was just like... So, yeah, that was a bit close. And I've still got that demo. And Someone the other day said to me, you're lying. That was an Eminem. You made that up. And I was like, got the CD and played it. And they were just like, oh, my God, that's you with Eminem. I was like, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, Dido got in on that one. But yeah, I didn't realise who it was. Didn't have a clue. Yeah. Young either. and you just don't with record companies or publishers, if you're working with them, same as the, the, the voice, the person I work with from the from the voice, um you just do not know how things are going to how doors are going to open, who's in that room, who hears things and whatever. So yeah, you just got to keep your, your wits about you and, and know who you're actually talking to sometimes because I think with the industry you have this kind of idea that someone's gonna be very like well, this is this and this is that and then sometimes somebody won't say anything but walk into the room just say hi and then they've heard what you're creating or what you've just said and whatever and, and then it's kind of discussed further down the line as a conversation did you yeah. know that was such and such from Sony or did you and you're like was that oh my god yeah I think yeah. the worst thing was working at, at, at one of the studios in London there was them. um beats coming through and I mean some serious beats were coming through from next door and I was just like who's that with their music up so loud and blah blah I was like not happy about this it was like I can hear it on the mic even though we had soundproofing went into the cafe at lunchtime and a few celebrities walking in and out you know it's just kind of one of those places where everyone hangs out and has food after they've been in their like sessions and uh the guy led back in the chair and went, I'm sorry, he said, if you were complaining. And I said, Oh, that's okay. And I thought, Oh my God, it's Pete Tong. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so he'd be working next door, but uh, yeah, I, I forgave Pete. So yeah, you just you never know. You never know who's going to be working next door. You need to uh, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you forgave him for making a noise. You should have kind of a big deal, you know, Pete. Good,
1: good tune. My one wasn't number one, but I think his was. so yeah, there you yeah. Go.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd always get in trouble, wouldn't we? we, would. <laughs> oh, we should, you yeah. wouldn't be
1: complaining like me, would you, Dave? Would you? <laughs>
2: there he would. He's yeah. A, oh, would I love a good, good. moan, I do. He is a proper moaner.
1: You will moan <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> We'd get on like a
3: house on fire. <laughs> we probably would. <laughs> Putting the world to
1: write.
0: Putting the world to write. Yeah, we have had a few artists come on that say that uh, they love coming on the show because it's like therapy. Because when I start moaning, I I i oh, really that's get great. Into it. Where should we start? Uh, what should we? What, what can we talk about? <laughs> well, I've got. I you know, I I'm um we've got a radio show as well. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually working on another radio show as well now. Ah, oh, so I'm doing like um, number ones. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to call it just chopping through the years.
1: Oh, okay, right. You just
0: didn't know, Dave. <laughs> I knew. I knew. I've I've been reading the the is... the notes. <laughs> yeah,
1: Dave's been reading up on what he's going to be doing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he never turns up, but <laughs> but I've I've decided I'm going to make this show now. And I'm, what I've started in 1966. Okay, because 1966 was the year I was born. Even right. though I don't look that old.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that. I just think someone lied to you about your birth certificate.
0: Definitely. <laughs> 46. They did got me and David mixed up. They did. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sorry <laughs> 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 about that, Dave. <laughs>
1: Doesn't it annoy you when people age you like that? It's like whenever I'm with my mum or I go out or something, they always go, oh, are you sisters? And I'm like, well, that's a bit rude, isn't it, really? Like, it's nice having a young mum, but come on. I was going to
0: say, yeah. (laughs) Is that making you, because you look old or because your mum looks
3: young? I
2: got an amazing story on that. Because my wife is actually out of earshot now, thankfully, I think. Yeah. We were, I was in Asda with my son and my wife. And me and my son were bickering because we're we're very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And Sarah was telling us off, my wife. And the woman behind the pizza counter thought that we were both her sons which I thought was amazing and hysterical because my wife's actually two years <laughs> younger than me as well. So she was fuming. So she was like, right, time to get my roots done. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: don't knock you out in Asda, you weren't kind of on the floor by the pizza counter. I, I
3: yeah, thought it was I brilliant. I tried. Man, man
1: down, man down. <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Well, that's a bit of a dodgy story, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should be telling that are you? on air. Oh, yeah, she's not it's worried. Not
1: my interview day, we're, we're going to have to have words.
0: <laughs>
1: going to be blacklisted. Oh dear.
0: But have you, have you seen any good movies lately, then, Melissa?
1: Oh, what did I watch the other day? Luther on Netflix.
0: Oh right, yeah. I was going to watch that, but I watched Fall instead.
1: Oh, did you? Oh, seriously. In that film, I'm not going to give the story away because we know what four is about, roughly, don't we? Getting stuck at that telegraph pole thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when she finds out, you know the bit. I don't want to give it yeah. away No, nah, give it
0: away. We don't care. We've, that, all, yeah. we've all seen it. We've all seen it.
1: We've all seen it. Okay, fine. I'm a bit behind. But like, obviously, when she's on that platform, she finds out that, that that woman has actually been kind of having sex with her partner. Yeah. She should have just pushed her off. We <laughs> the Falcon bit. She would have been gone. I would have... Pushed her straight off, there's, yeah, forget that. Throwing phones down and, and sticking foams in bodies and Well, things.
0: she did fall off anyway. and well, she, she did. And she did push her off when she was dead.
1: Well, like, yeah, but did you see the way she pushed her off?
0: Yeah, she was, she was like, like, oh, I'm
1: so
3: sorry. Like that.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. But
0: think I mean, uh, she
1: went sad when she got to the bottom of that. Jeez. I oh, oh,
0: reckon right, she went, well, it was soft landing, <laughs> I guess. So, Yeah, she would have went splat, wouldn't she? Yeah, was it was like 2,000 metres up
2: or something, wasn't it? Or 2,000 foot up.
0: 2,000 feet, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a long way up. She, so would you, have been up,
1: a... yeah, would you have gone up that ladder? If someone said for a million pounds, would you have climbed up that ladder?
2: No, I'm afraid of heights anyway, so... Mm, I don't know, for a million pounds? <laughs> no, I'd send Terry
0: up for a million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually did a bungee jump going back a few years ago. And I never really thought I was scared of heights, but I went up on this bungee jump in Cardiff Bay...
1: Oh my god!
0: And it was about 250 feet, I think. It was really high, and um you go off this bungee jump, and you actually go into the water. So you go into Cardiff Bay, right? So you have to go into a dive position on your way down. But as I got up to the top, I was like, oh, "Whose fucking idea was this?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure. I know I volunteered for it. But it's like,
3: yeah. Oh my god! Someone and have then to- I
0: started getting really. You know, I got. I did it, but I got pretty scared at the top. I was like, you know, because people are only about this big, you know, like ants. Jeez. And um, and I had to go into the water as well. So I went into the water and when I came back out of the water, obviously you come out pretty quick, you know. And I'd So like, what,
1: you're going, you're going in and it don't you straight into Cardiff Bay and then you bounce back up?
0: It's yeah, like, and then you bounce back up, yeah.
1: It was insane.
0: Yeah, I'd have, I think I had a head full of water for about a week, to be honest. Yeah. But then so, i stung so as well. you up by your legs, was so it by your feet? Yeah. Yeah. But, and then you have this, like, head full of water, of smelly water for about a week, because so, so all you can smell for a week is, like, this Cardiff Bay water, you know? But anyway...
1: fishy water in your
0: ears. Nice. I, so it goes up your nose, really. Yeah. But I did this jump, and then after I did this jump, every time I looked at something high, I got a bit of, like, anxiety. Right. So I obviously got some sort of PTSD from this bungee jump, right?
1: I'm not surprised.
0: So... Um, <laughs> So I watched that movie on the weekend on Saturday. Oh, uh, honest. I was I was watching this movie. I was fringing. It was like, mm. it could have been the worst horror movie I could ever have watched, to be honest. What was that? The Fall. Oh. Oh, the Fall. It was The Fall. You
1: saw yeah. the same movie. I thought you'd come on another movie then.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be going back It's when
2: they looked over the edge, didn't they? Yeah. And then and then you can see how high. I'm 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 afraid I said I was like, oh, that's that's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) My legs were
0: going funny and everything. I was
1: like What I didn't understand is when she decided to go and swing on the rope to go down and get onto the other landing thing, then couldn't get back up. It was just like she had to
0: get the bag, didn't she?
1: Oh, it was just all a bit
2: She was trying to be a hero, wasn't she? After she, yeah, like
1: messed I would up have just legged it down and gone to Greg's and got a sausage roll or something. I would, I would have stayed up there, especially getting a suntan up there. It'd be really crispy. And she had no gloves on going up that metal. Like, that would have been really hot. They didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That, uh,
1: yeah, she needed some gloves.
0: Yeah, and I got they
2: another didn't prepare movie for story. it. Did they, they did not prepare for it.
1: And I would have taken some champagne. I would have taken some, like, lobster and a few... parachutes
3: <laughs> That's exactly
0: what I said. Why don't they
2: take a parachute? Because they're going 2,000 feet in the air. Yeah, and then just free-fall off it, then jump
0: off and it. jump off.
1: Exactly. That's what I would... So they needed parachute. They needed some food. They needed to pop into um, Asda and get some of their nice kind of extra special goodies in their rucksack. M&M's. H- Few M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Some Greg sausage rolls. What else do we want, boys? What else do we want
0: <laughs> Jaffa cakes would
1: have melted, so
0: I think that. Yeah, um, yeah, you don't want chocolate. Chocolate's no, no good. No, no, no. I've got another movie.
3: Mm?
0: I haven't seen it. Right. And it's called Cocaine Bear. I've, I've seen that advertised all over Facebook.
3: That.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen it either because it's only in the pictures at the moment, I think.
2: Yeah, I want to watch it because it's like a Bear that does a line of cocaine and then I think he's a bit more than a line, he does like a half a kilo or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the effect
0: of a line on
1: a bear would actually do very
0: much. But... <laughs> I think he fights him. But I was I I spoke about this on my radio show on the weekend actually because I can't believe it, you know. Because yeah. now they brought this cocaine bear movie out, right? So who do you think's gotta get in on the act? Are uh, the movie stars now. Well what, a star in it? No, oh. there's a cocaine bear. Yeah. yeah. So, think of other animals that like to be movie stars. Snoop Dogg. Who animals I said? Well, he's I... an animal, isn't he? Who he likes cocaine? Who the animal allegedly. world do you think would want to get in on the cocaine act? Skippy, Skippy the kangaroo. No.
1: No, not Skippy the kangaroo. Um, Scooby Doo.
0: No, this this thing gets in on all the all the best movies. Miami dolphins, dolphin. Close. Um, oh, Jaws the shark. Cocaine shark
2: <laughs>
0: is coming out next.
2: Really? How they do wow. cocaine underwater?
0: How does well, that work? What happens is the Colombians crash their boat, I think, and they drop a few kilos over the side. <laughs> right. So the cocaine <laughs> So the shark eats it and he turns into this. And I've seen the trailer, and the trailer's absolutely <laughs> terrible, right? He turns into this. He's, he's a hammerhead, right. with, but he he ingests all this cocaine and he turns into this hammerhead with lobster arms and lobster tentacles. I don't lobster. know where he got them from. <laughs> <This> <laughs> right.
1: is, I just say this is the maddest interview that I've been on. I've never kind of got to this degree of talking about <laughs> cocaine animals and things. But so yeah, this is. Oh, well, it gets worse, worse. It gets
0: worse. It gets worse. Oh no. Does he grow legs and come on land then as well? I don't know about that bit. But there's another animal that's got to get it on the act as well. Okay. And this movie's coming out in the summer. What do you think it's going to be, Dave? And is that cocaine again?
2: Similar. Similar. Mm. And it's a famous animal?
0: Quite famous.
1: Quite famous.
0: Prehistoric type. Awesome. Well, like a T-Rex think- or some, a crocodile or something it, like It's that. an alligator.
2: It's not, not like placid on it a... on speed or something,
0: is it? It's an yeah. alligator, and it's going to be called "Attack of the Meth Gator."
3: Oh God! this It's true.
1: I'm sitting here thinking, are they making it up?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's real movie's coming out in light of cocaine bear. They're like, right, we made cocaine bear. Now we'll make cocaine shark. And then have we'll make Attack of the mess gate there. It's like
1: have you produced these movies? Is this because you're you're talking about them? You're but you you've directed these, haven't you? He's, he's, probably, the, he's
0: probably
2: probably <laughs> you... got a uh, he's starring in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I sold next, them a few, other, them
2: a yeah. few kilos. That's <laughs> the Casper Van Dien
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. Got some kind of
2: uh, private vested interest in these films. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But are the ex, yeah. ex- kind of like A star Hollywood actors that have gone off the rails a bit? Yeah. You know, trying to rekindle their career as well? Yeah. Yeah, they might be. They might just be getting paid in the white stuff. <laughs> 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 A bit like David David um, Hasselhoff when he starred in Prana three D, didn't he, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all sort of like make these little cameos, don't they to try
0: and uh, get back into the limelight again.
3: Have, well, I think you... cocaine
0: bear might be like that, but I don't know about the other two. That's mad, isn't it? You know, Attack of the Meth Gate. There, I said to my girlfriend. Well, I said on the radio actually as well. I mean, it's no good of a crocodile or an alligator, is it? Taking mess because all his teeth are going to fall out. Yeah. And then all he can do is gum you to death. That'd be no good. No He'll good just for you And death
2: roll you. <laughs> just give you a Chinese burn.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy.
1: So we look out for those films. I'm glad you've given us the lowdown. You're like Barry Norman.
3: Yeah,
0: um, yeah, I am today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, you, you I come out with a mad story, but I just thought that was worth repeating. So,
3: yeah, insane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so how long are you going to keep this really? um, single push going for? Um,
1: we're only day ten, so normally they run a kind of around four to six weeks. So we've got a six-week campaign. Um, right. We've got a big uh, promo going out tomorrow uh, with iHeart in the states. So that's going to be the whole of America. So that's going to be busy and it's going through Europe as well. So yeah, six six to eight weeks, I, I would say. So I'm going to be a busy girl. i yeah. Moan at everyone because I'm tired. But no. Aww.
3: Aww.
1: Yeah. Have you got an
0: album in the works? or?
1: That's the plan at the moment. Um, Also have some other TV projects and things coming up. So it's been a bit kind of stop-start. But I'm hoping, most probably towards early next year, I think that's when we are kind of land more with the album. Everyone keeps saying, oh, can you get it this year and whatever, but there's no rush. Um, most people aren't really making that much money from the album side. It's the touring and, and kind really? of getting it out on the road. So the plan is to kind of get the band kind of together again, get everything done, and I've had the offer of a few supports and things. And, oh,
3: that's cool, okay.
1: Yeah, which is good. That's what yeah. I really want to do. And, and also in the States, I've been offered that as well. So I'm going oh, to be... brilliant. Happy. Over the pond and doing that. And, uh, yeah, I must admit, when I went to Nashville in October, oh, what a place. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. No, I
0: haven't been in Nashville. No. Oh,
1: seriously, I literally... They just about let me in the country because I'd kind of landed with uh, a 28-kilogram... Uh, not, not, not drugs or anything, a bag.
3: <laughs> <laughs> A
1: 28-kilogram bag of, of everything. <laughs> um, and i think the limit was 23 so i kind of wheeled my bag which the actual wheels collapsed at nashville airport um and i'd signed the wrong form on the visa so they pulled oh. me aside and literally the case got opened by um customs and it literally exploded and the guy was like holding up every garment underwear this oh, that nice. was like, oh it was just <laughs> awful and they just said um, we're not sure what to do with you. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, we might send you on a plane back to Heathrow.
3: And oh, I'm
1: like, okay. oh, my God. Um, I only just
0: got you. <laughs> i just
1: got here. They're like, <laughs> um, what do you plan to do when you're here? And I'm like, um, well, I'm, I'm meeting um, an on-air celebrity. Obviously, we're doing a, a kind of podcast here, radio show and whatever. They asked to listen to the show. Then they came back and said... Yeah, it wasn't bad. The show was quite funny, which I thought was like, you cheeky monkeys.
3: <laughs>
1: and then he was like, Did you write these lyrics? And I'm like, Yeah. And he went, You're not a bad songwriter either. And they'd gone through everything. No way. Yeah, way. Um, and uh yeah, that was just hilarious because they finally let me through. Um, Steve, who I do the co-host with, had come in from Chicago, but was carrying the radio equipment. And he normally looks a bit tanned and he was white as a ghost. And I was like, what happened to you? And he went, I've had literally been laid on the floor with guns pointed at me. I'm like, what? It's like, they thought I was carrying a bomb. And i was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I had three hours of my all of my underwear being inspected. And he'd been laid out on the floor like he was about to blow something up. So it was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that evening it was like, we need alcohol. <laughs>
2: yeah, I bet. There's a a comedy sketch there for you to write, didn't
3: there? It
1: was, completely. But the the best thing about Nashville is um, the main Broadway, 10 o'clock in the morning, every single day of the week, party, party. So you walk down and you've got floors, around four to kind of eight-floor story floors, um, a, a band on each floor, the doors are open, different genres, and you just will floor to floor, building to building. And it's just music, 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 music. And then people at 10 o'clock saying, "Ma'am, would you like a drink? And I'm just like, hell yeah, I would <laughs> definitely like a drink. <laughs> it's, this is amazing. So yeah, it was just like from 10 o'clock in the morning, um, they, they're just, I mean, it's not part, it's just, they love their music and, and they're such amazing musicians out there. So coming back and and having the time out there, I just wrote so much, so that was that was really good for me. That was good therapy um from partying at ten o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but at the same time working hard and, and and kind of getting some more material together but the 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 people out there and the sheer talent of musicianship out there is just unbelievable mm. it's a it's a place you've got to go before you disappear off the universe hundred percent yeah
3: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah
1: it was
0: after to sort it out. So where can uh, people uh, listen to your music and look at your videos?
1: Yeah, you can go on. So it's um on Twitter is all of the main kind of like platform for all of the releases. So that's Melissa with with an A. So it's M-A-L-I-S-S-A, uh, whitehouse.com. Um, so that's for the website. Then it's uh, Twitter, Melissa White, H-O-1. Um, and then I'm just trying to think of other platforms, uh, Spotify and um, DistroKid, for Download, um, it, it's all on there, so uh, yeah, easy to find. And YouTube, and YouTube, yeah, Melissa Whitehouse again with an A because my parents were trying to be unique in the 70s. So, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you why
0: you spelled it with an A actually,
1: M A L I S S A, yeah, MALISSA, MALISSA, MALISSA,
0: yeah, all right, then, mate, well, we won't keep too much more of your time.
1: I was enjoying your film reviews. I thought there was going to be a few more films. I've been watching you on Netflix.
2: Oh, I've not seen that yet. I've heard that's amazing. Yeah.
0: Oh, is that the one with the. um, Don't tell me, don't tell me. I haven't watched it. Brilliant. I watched the first series and then the second series was like a carbon popular first series.
1: Yeah. He just studies people's routines and what they do day to day. So it's like if you went to the co op every day, and you went and bought your, your your kind of sandwich at eleven o'clock. He'd say he's arrived. Eleven o'clock, he gets in this car. He does it, and he watches your every move. And then it starts building the story of kind of following how somebody can get obsessed with someone. It's brilliant, mm. absolutely brilliant. Got to watch it.
0: Yeah, I got I got pretty bored with the second series, to be honest. Did you? Yeah. Well, it was just like the first series. Oh
1: uh, no! Was you, the,
0: get, you or get, was the third series? There's four series out now, is not there? Four
1: yeah, seasons. so I've got to, yeah, season three. Oh, come on, season three was good. You couldn't have got to season
0: three. Maybe it was season three that I got bored when of.
1: Season three is when he meets his match. Uh, no, I haven't seen that no, one. You haven't got, you've got to continue. Keep
0: yeah, season two then, I must have got fed up with it. I was like, oh, this is just like season one. <laughs> it's like Dexter, you know, it's like well, once I you see wait. one episode...
1: Yeah, I don't think you should do your chart show. I think you should do film reviews. That's what I think. <laughs> because of the, oh. whole of, the whole of Hollywood would go kaboom. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my chart show has actually got... It's got all the number ones from the year.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's got all weird or funny stories from that year. There's nothing from okay. today. Everything is from, like, 1966.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just all different little stories, like... Action Man was first introduced into the market in 1966.
3: Yeah. As late
2: as
0: that? I thought it would have been earlier than that. Are and then you trying, given... action
1: Man? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Because that's the year you were born.
0: Could be, can I?
1: But you are well, Action Man. He actually
2: came over for my, um, for my wedding renewal. And if you remember, the lady that was running the bar in the event kept calling you Rambo. And stuck oh. a sash around your head and
0: everything as well, yeah. didn't she? Remember? That's he, that's
3: yeah, so you've got know.
0: the eagle eyes as well. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm giving away my shows now because they haven't even come out yet. Because oh. I'm trying to get a few together before I start releasing them. Yeah. Nineteen sixty seven. We
1: won't tell anyone and we'll sign the NDAs before the end of the show. Yeah. So All
0: right then, okay, okay, cool. So
1: don't say anything to anyone down the pub. <laughs> don't do
0: it. Because Action Man came out in nineteen sixty six. Yeah, and then in 1967, the Americans went one better and brought yeah. out Talking GI Joe. Uh GI Joe was pants compared. Yeah, to Yeah, I thought that.
1: I wasn't born then, so I don't know. I don't Action know. Man. I know who Action Man is.
0: Yeah. So it's got all little uh, fun facts, little yeah. stories, and some weird stories as well.
1: So oh yeah, yeah. No, sounds good.
0: All from the years I've, I've recorded sixty six six. I think and I'm just about to start at 68 72 was a good year anyway so we we'll look forward to that one so they say well then my partner's going to join in in 72 yeah because he was born because it starts off with the 66 and me saying I'm starting on 1966 because it's the year I was born and then David can come in in 1972 if he bothers to turn up yeah, seventy-two is <laughs> a good. That's a good vintage. <laughs> oh my god!
2: All Gibson guitars were best in seventy-two as well.
1: <laughs> How long have you guys been doing this show for? Oh, Too
2: since long. Nineteen seventy-three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would say since nine yeah nine, 1966.
2: Um, I don't know. It's two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: yeah.
2: it was the start of well, it was, it was just before COVID it was mm-hmm. yeah yeah cuz he he had been talking about it for 6 months and i was like yeah there's no way you're going to get me doing that yeah no chance
0: i was talking i was talking about it longer than that dave i was talking for about 5 years uh, not to me no not to <laughs> you but i was and did then he um...
1: you, did he give you a good deal for coming on the show you got a good, good kind of page
0: yeah yeah
3: okay yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wish <laughs> It was and like the
2: like, oh, cool, deal that's just... never materialized yet. Yeah, <laughs> we um...
1: the first person you've had on the show. Who, who's your, Have you got a fave? You've got anyone that you've kind of like had the opportunity of interviewing? Just like, well,
2: I've got to be honest. I remember speaking to Terry before we started, and I said if we can get anybody on, I want to get on Melissa Whitehouse.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the check is in the post. <laughs>
0: And what did I say? Oh, that's Paul Whitehouse daughter, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Let's get Paul
2: on first, and so then we'll see if we can get his niece on. We'll see we we'll get his <laughs> so We'll see if we can get her dad on. you
1: know what, though? There's something going on, because I don't think he might be my uncle, because I keep... Vic Reeves lives near to me, and everywhere I go, I keep bumping into Vic Reeves. Oh, yeah,
2: that's cool. I
1: was in TK Maxx the other day. Look no, around. Was... It's Vic again. So I think he, I think Paul might have Vic kind of, like, just making sure I'm OK. Maybe yeah,
2: he's all really yeah. like that guy on you. Yeah, he's been be. watching it too much.
1: It might be that. Yeah, the, 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 you, you've, you've hit the nail on the head, though. Yeah. Wow! Keep
2: an eye on him. Keep an eye on. Vic. Yeah. His wife no. ain't going to be happy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah,
0: she's always with him.
1: <laughs> she is. She is. I think she was, the, she was in the candle section. So she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> having a sip of the candles. There you go. Yeah.
2: As long as Vic one uh, looking at the sharp knives and stuff, you'd be all right. As soon as he yeah, starts looking right, at, yeah. he, he wasn't yeah. in the
1: kitchen section. But then again, I did actually bump into him, and he was in the kitchen shop in Canterbury, and that was actually a kitchen shop, and they sell knives. Yeah, so. yeah. Just be careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'll be, I'll be speaking to uh, Uncle Paul.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Yeah. So- Thank you so much for having me on. You guys
3: are well, great. Thanks for
0: coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'll play your yeah. r- r- record. Your record. I was going to say oh, I can play record. Re- yeah. well, I'll play your record on the radio next week. Thank Friday.
1: you so much. Yeah. Sunday.
0: Friday yeah. and Sunday it'll go out. Wonderful. Yeah,
2: so we'll share them on our socials as well. Yeah. Excellent.
1: Excellent.
0: And this will go out next Sunday.
1: Super. I look forward to uh, to tuning in and sharing it with the universe. So yes. they're educated about our, uh, our our kind of film.
2: Well, you would have to come back on though. So once you've gone to the cinema and you've watched Cocaine Bear, we'll have yeah. to have a re- we'll have a film review.
1: I think we should do a <laughs> film one. review section. I think a film review with different people coming on and giving their kind of feedback would be good. Yeah, yeah, that
2: would be good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to go to the cinema to watch cocaine beer See, we've
1: now. We've got a radio production meeting going on here. It's really, really good. I love the way I come on for an interview and we've now got a production meeting going. Like, yeah, let's get that. We're going to get that happening. It's great.
0: <laughs> we don't do production meetings, do we? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we just get on with it.
1: <laughs> That's brilliant.
0: I don't think we've ever had, ever had one. Have we Dave? No, no. Um...
2: I think the, the the very first guess we had on because I was bricking it so much, I had, I wrote like three four pages of notes and everything, and then just confused myself. So I <laughs> I, I, I think it's a it's, it doesn't work for us really, does it? No, no, no. <laughs> and then because I, I it was it was a chap a Welsh boy called James Kennedy who's a singer songwriter He's really talented actually, and because um, we're like a pair of Welsh earbuds, so and I remember reading reading up on James and looking into him, And I was like, this guy's a proper artist, man, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I've been talking to him. I said, but he's a proper artist. I said, we can't, I can't talk to him. It was, uh, but uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've got on with it since, haven't we? Yeah. So, um, cool. All like,
1: Gogglebox Radio, where you guys kind of, you're at home. It's, it's good. Gogglebox Radio. That's what it is. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah,
2: we'll do our best. we have Brilliant. a go, it We'll have a go. Yeah.
1: Great, right. you should try and do a live bungee one as well, like whilst you kind of jump off and kind of see if you can do a live broadcast. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd
2: be good, yeah, yeah. you got yeah. more chance of him
1: cocaine instead. Sorted it
2: underwater with a shark or
0: something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think you should get people to write in where you should kind of do something dangerous whilst you're broadcasting, then we can all tune in and see if you survive. It's a good idea. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very good idea,
2: Dave. Yeah, let's do it. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, thanks ever so much.
2: All well, right, mate, thanks for Thank coming for joining on. Us. And thanks. we And uh, we hope it uh, your album goes from strength to strength when it comes out <laughs> and uh look forward to seeing you touring somewhere as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You have to come down and say hi, that would be brilliant.
2: Yep, yeah. yeah, we will do, yeah. We well I will,
0: unless you go to Holland. Yeah, if you go to Holland, yeah. here, go to so Holland then I will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where are you at? You're in Holland.
0: Yeah, I am, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Are you? Why, yeah. Well, I never knew that. I thought you were in the UK. Gosh, the, how wonderful technology is.
0: It is, it is amazing, isn't uh, it? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs>
1: do, you, do you wear clogs?
0: No, no, I don't know. I'm Welsh, mate.
3: <laughs> are you Welsh? Okay, I'm just Yeah, checking. Okay.
0: yeah you can take a boy out Wales, but you can take the Welsh think. out of the boy. <laughs>
1: I've had lots of support actually out of Wales and I've had the wonderful uh, Mel Pope as well he's been fantastic supporting through Heritage and uh, yeah. online with Twitter and stuff which is great so yeah. wonderful, thank you cool. very much
0: alright, hope you enjoyed Whatever. yourself And uh... I
1: had the best time yeah. I'd, 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 <laughs> yeah, just need a gin and tonic and another half an hour, I'll be fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you back on again, no worries yeah, definitely, let's do it alright, thank you, bye,
1: bye. bye. see you, take care bye. Bye.
3: I've played so many games, trying to win by trying to change, trying to beat someone, someone else wants me to be. I've cried, taking advice. Some hearts so I could save my Thought I'd be safer running away, but this time I don't want to leave. When I'm with you, all those voices stop. i um. the